Today's daf is Bavakama daf mem gimel, and we are 12 lines from the bottom of daf mem beis amid beis ton rabon. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for achenu bnei Yisrael hanesunim batzaro v'shivya. So we're in the middle of the Gemara's discussion of the halacha of koifer. So what's koifer? The Torah says in Parshas Mishpatim, where it mentions the Arba Ovois Nazikin, that if a person shar, shtoises, and kills either a man or a woman, so the halacha is that the first time, the second time, and the third time that this happens, sokol yisokol hashar, the shar itself is stoned to death, you can't eat the meat of the shar, which the Gemara said means even if it had a proper shrita after the Gemartin, ubal hashar naki. What does that mean? So that was very much the topic of yesterday's daf. We saw four pshatim in the Gemara, Rashi and Chumash, quotes a Mechilta, that said even a fifth pshat. But the bottom line is, says the Torah, if however this already happened multiple times, to the point that this shar is a shar amuid, then if the shar would kill either a man or a woman, not only a shar yisakel, that was true even for a shar tam, but in addition to that, figamba all of you must, the owner of the shar, would be Chayv Misa, which Chazal said, means not Misa Bidei Adam, but rather Misa Bidei Shemayim. Then the Torah says, in Koyfe Yushas Olav, Vinosam Pidyon Nafshoi Kecholashe Yushas Olav. That if the owner of the Shar wants to get out of this death sentence, Ke'ilu, that's hovering over him, there is an option, and that is, he can pay his way out by giving. Kaifer. Now, the Yarshim of this person that died would have to agree to accept the Kaifer. However, in Kaifer Yushas Olaf, the Nasan Pitya Nafshoi, there is a way out. So, for the short time that kills, the Halach is simply Sokol Yusakal Ashar. Ubal Ashar Naki. But the point is, really, all we're going to do, practically speaking, is we're going to stone the shark. Once this Shar is already a shar hamuid for killing people. At that point, it's not just sokol yisokol ashar, but in addition to that, vegamba all of you must, and there's an option of koifer for the person to get out of the situation. So today's stuff again, is going to continue to discuss these laws of koifer, and it's going to begin with a diok. So if you look at the pasuk, the pasuk begins v'chiyigach shor es ish oy es isha. Clearly implying that this parsha applies whether the shar shtois the man or whether it shtois the woman. When the Torah mentions the halacha of this shar already being a muid, the gambol of Yumas and Kaifer, it chazers over again. Says the Torah, you do what you do to the shar hamuid. The Gemara is going to begin with a diak. Those words, vehemis isha yisha, or specifically oy isha, would seem to be superfluous. Because although you can argue that the Torah once had a mention that an isha is included in this halacha, that it doesn't matter if the victim was an ish or an isha, but to tell it to me a second time, that would be, seem to be miyutar, and that is what this b'raisa that opens up the daf is coming to address. Tanu Rabbanu, vehemis isha yisha, Amr Rabbi Yakiv, Rabbi Kiv said, v'chimaze balulam deinu. What is the word? Words, oh, you should come to teach me. Al 
If it's simply coming to tell me that the parsha applies to an isha, just like it applies to an isha, it says it in the first pasuk. So why would the Torah have to tell it to me twice? Said Rabbi Akiva, you want to know why the Torah told it to me a second time? Because the Torah wanted to emphasize that the din of an isha is the exact same as the din of an ish, as it relates to this sugya. How so? Ma ish nizak of liyarshav af isha nizakel yarsha. This man that died, there is money coming in his direction. Now, he himself can't be the recipient of this money. Why not? Because he's not alive. So who's going to get it? His Yarshim are going to get it. The Torah wants us to know that the same is true if an Isha dies. There's going to be money coming in her direction. She herself, again, can't be the recipient of it. Why not? Because she's not alive. So who's going to get it? Her Yarshim are going to get it. As opposed to who? As opposed to the husband. There is an idea that when a woman dies, her husband yarshins her nechassan, as the Gemara is about to say. This Pasuk is coming to teach me that it's not her husband that gets it, but rather it's her yarshin, not her husband, child, brother, that's going to end up getting it. And we learn it from the Hekesh. How so? Because when the man dies, does his wife get the Nezakin? No, it's his Yarshim. So too, when the woman dies, it's not her husband that gets it, but rather it's her Yarshim. So the Gemara says, It sounds a little bit like Shittas Rabbi Akiva is that a husband never Yarshins his wife. That can't be, because we learned to the Bride, Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva is the Manda Amar and Shas that says that a husband midday writes a Yarshins his wife. So to the extent that Rabbi Akiva holds that a husband Yarshins his wife, so why would the Torah say that in this instance it would be different? Amar Eishlokish, Amar Eishlokish said, Amar Rabbi Akiva, Elba Koyfer, Rabbi Akiva only said as Allah by Koyfer, Hoyl ve'en mishtalem, being that this money comes to the woman only after she dies, Kaifa by definition is payment for a person that's no longer alive. Being that that's the case, we look at the Kaifa payment as being quote-unquote And although a husband does yarshin his wife, but he only yarshins this that was already muxik in the possession of his wife, but something that was only roi that not. So what's this idea of So when you learn Perakesh Neuchlin, the Parakim Masechtis Baba Basra that deals with all the Dine Yerusha and all the Hilchas Nachlois. So you learn a chilik between a possession that a person physically has in his resource versus a contingent asset, something that the person doesn't have right now, but it may be coming in his direction. Echaps and Afgamin in two areas of halacha. Number one, with regards to a Bechar. We know that a Bechar gets Pishnayim. Stating that, the Gemara says, Eina Bechar Noito. The Bukhar only gets Pishnayim from something that the father physically had in his possession when he died. He was literally Muxik in it. What does Muxik mean? So we're going to learn Perak Shar Chasapar in a couple of days. Shanemo will figure out what a Muxik is. But the point is that if it's Muxik, that's when the Bukhar gets Pishnayim. If, however, it's only Ro'oi, it's something that at the time that the father died, he didn't physically have in his possession yet. Even though the wheel was already set in motion where he was going to get it, but being that he didn't physically have it, for that asset, the halach is that the Bechar doesn't get Pishnayim. Rabbi Akiva says the Gemara holds that as it relates to Baal being Yerush as Ishtoi, there too the only time the Baal is Yerush as Ishtoi is if it was Muxik, not if it's Roy. Kaifer by definition is going to be Roy. Why? Because she couldn't physically have it in her Rishos when she died, because 
that were the case, it wouldn't be koifer. So being that koifer is always raw. So it's for that reason, over here, there's a special din that the Isha, when she dies, which is by definition what happened in the case of koifer, it's not her husband that yarshins, but rather it's her yarshin that are going to yarshin. Now the Gemara says, my time, oh, what's the reason that the Baal is not noitl b'roi kibem mochzik, on makro, the Pasnik says, Vehemis isho isho, hashor yisakel, vegamba olov yumas. Now, the way Rashi explains this Gemara's kasha, my taimo, the Gemara means to ask as follows. The Gemara means to ask that you're assuming that by definition every single koifer is roi. Why? <coughs> common sense. Because if she's alive, then there's no koifer. The Gemara, when it says my timer, says Rashi, is asking and questioning that assumption. Although it seems so intuitive, but it's really not muchach. You know why? Because I have a hechetimza, says the Gemara, where it's possible maybe for there to be a koifer even while the woman was alive. How so? The shorstois and the doctors all came in and all the mumchas said that this person is for sure going to die. If that's the case, then luchura you would argue that maybe the tashlumei koifer is something that this woman was already zoichin while she was alive. To the extent that it was gepaskin, that this woman is already a gavrektola, so to speak, she's, she's a trefoa, we know that for sure she has some sort of wound that's going to end up causing her to die. In certain areas of halacha, we could have a person that's alive that could be treated as if the person's not alive. So in theory, you could have such a case by koifer as well. So why are you telling me that the reason the husband doesn't yarshin the wife when it comes to koifer? Because it's always roi. Mechetes, it has to always be roi to the extent that we would paskin on her, even while she's alive, that she's really not alive, so there would be a chi of koifer that's already muchzeg. So the Gemara says, oh my crow, the answer to that is, it says, v'hem esesho yisho, hashor yisokel, v'gam ba'olov yumos, im koifer yushas olov, what does this mean? Again, we need a lot of help from Rashi here. And Rashi says what the Pasuk is saying is, is that we equate the din that we stoned the shar to the halacha of koifer. And just like the shar only gets skila once the person is physically dead, so too the only time we see up the chi of koifer is when the person is physically dead. Thus, it's always going to be roi, and to the extent that it's always going to be roi. So therefore, over here, you don't have the rega halacha of Yerusha Sabal. So just to recap this, because this gemara was a little bit tricky. So Rabbi Kiva said that why did Torah have to chazer over a second time in the parish of Kaifer, Behemis Ish Oyisha, Vichigachar Ish Oyes Isha, and then again, Behemis Ish Oyisha. To tell me that an Isha is included, I know that from the first mention. Said Rabbi Akiva, the reason is, it's coming to teach me that we're Makish the Isha to this. Just like the man, when he dies, who gets the Kaifer? It's his Yarshim, it's not his wife. So to when the woman dies, who gets the Kaifer? It's not her husband, but rather it's her Yarshim. The Gemara understood that it sounds from this Rabbi Akiva that he holds that a husband ordinarily doesn't yarshin his wife. And the Gemara said, of course, that's not the case, because Rabbi Akiva is the man that holds Mikad Shabal What then is Pshat in this Drasha? It's because Koifer is Ra'oi, the Inabal Noita Beroi Kibbe So essentially, then, this Posik 
is coming to teach me that ain't about night of a Right? That's really what comes out. What comes out is that you have a drosha that when the woman is killed, her yarshim get it, not the husband. I, Rabbi Akiva Shita Idach, Yerushim Sabal's day rice. It's not the stabber that this would be different. No, the terror says that there's a svara why it's different. And that is because this is Roy. They ain't about night of a Roy Kibbamachs. asks that if you learn Perikesh Neuchlin, that you'd kuf, you'd give him a the Gemara there brings this halacha, Rabbi Shlokish's memro of in about night of a Roy and the Gemara learns it out from a Pasek. So Toysfe says, I don't understand then why you need this whole drasha. This drasha at its core is essentially teaching me not a Gzeris HaKosov and a Chiddush HaTorah by Kaifer, but rather a general policy as it relates to Yesh Neuchlin. Eina Baal, Yorish, well, if that's already learned out from another pasuk, so why do I need it over here? So, I in Toisvis Dibra Maschel Vahavale Roi, where Toisvis says a terror to this kasha. But either way, what then emerges is that this drasha of Ahemis Isha Isha is true as it relates to Kaifer, that when it comes to Chi of Kaifer, this that money that really is Machmas the Isha that she can't get because she's not alive is not going to go to her husband, but rather it's going to go to her yarshim. And what's the reason for it? Because it's Roy, and the Baal doesn't yarshim, Roy, So the Gemara says, Uben Nezokin, Roy, so you're telling me that, that it's only true by Misa, because it's Roy. But as it relates to regular Nezokin, that a woman was supposed to get, and now she dies, who's going to yarshim that? Her husband's going to yarshim. According to Rabbi Akiva, the Baal ordinarily yarshims. The only reason he doesn't yarshim the Kaifer is because it's Roy. So if you have regular Nezokin, which was not Roy, right? She was alive when the Chiv came in effect. So over there, who's going to get it? The Husband's gonna get it, but the Gemara says, "Is that true?" So, in the event that a woman was hit for yatsu yuladeh, so this is going back to something that was discussed very much in yesterday's daf, where somebody hit a isha hara for yatsu yuladeh. So the halach is like this: The woman gets any nezek in sar, right? She was hit, so she's gonna get nezek in sar, and. The Dmei Vlodois are going to go Labal to her husband. The, but the value of the Vlodois that she doesn't get, even though she was carrying the child, but the husband, who's the father of the child, he's the one that gets the money. Ain't about. What happens if the husband dies? So you can't give him the money anymore. Noisin Yarshim, because Yarshim get it. Ain't no Isha. Let's say the woman died. Noisin Yarshim. We give it to her Yarshim. That's what we're going to need. What if she was a Shivcha that was Nishtachira? In which case she's like a Giyaris, or Giyaris, or she was a full-fledged Giyaris. Then, if she dies, assuming she had no Yarshim, so you can't give it to Yarshel, so who gets it? Zacha, which Rashi says means that the Mazik himself, the Chayvel, he's the one that's going to be Zacha. But the bottom line is, what do you see from here? Ein Ha'isha, if the woman who's supposed to get the Nezek and the Tzar when she was hit, dies, who gets it? Her Yarshim get it. Her Yarshim sound like not the husband. Why doesn't the husband get it? Now, the truth is, this b'risa would be a little bit of a giloy. When it comes to Kaifa, his Yarshim get it, not his wife. So to Isha, when it comes to Kaifa, her Yarshim get it, not her husband. But the way the Gemara explained that b'risa, it was Rabbi Akiva, is based on the fact that it was Roy. Well, if that's the case, it doesn't pass when it comes to regular Nezokin, because regular Nezokin is Muxik. Yet, I seem to have a Muforisha b'risa where it applies even to Nezokin. So the Gemara's kasha is really on the Hezber of Rabbi Akiva. If the Havana and Rabbi Akiva is because it's Ra'oi, well, then it wouldn't explain this price. If the Havana is when it comes to Bavakama, it always goes to Yarshin. Oh, it's Gavaldic. This price is another price that's saying the same thing. But Avifal the Gemara explained the Hezber based on it being Ra'oi. So the Chayra, 
Yolamdeinu Rabbeinu. How are you going to explain this price? So, so the Gemara says, Amar Rabba, Rabba said the Grusha. Chenam Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said the same terrors for Grusha. You have to say that when it says in the price, so ein ho isho, noisen liyoshea, hocha b'mayaskino, you're making a kimta. It's talking about when she was divorced. She didn't have a husband to yarshin her. So be that she didn't have a husband to yarshin her. So it's for that reason it goes liyoshev. If she had a husband, the husband would get it. Says the Gemara, Amri said, the Yeshiva heard this, and they said Gerusha in the event that we're talking about where this woman was a Gerusha. I mean, that's the story over here. Then Tiflik bid Mevladis. Then why did the Gemara say that the Mevladis go to the husband? If husband and wife are married, I understand why it goes to the husband. But to the extent that they're not married, then I think tiflik, which literally means the husband and the wife should split it. Why is it so posh that it goes to the husband? Now, the reason it goes to the husband is, because it says in the Torah, Right? He's the person that is summoning this person to court. So you see as the Baldova. But the Gemara in Svara, I am Bruchoinen, thinks that that makes sense if they're husband and wife. So then the Balo Isha, he should be the only game in town. But Avifel, they're divorced, and Lechaira, she's a Mechatenist, just like he's a Mechitten, right? So Mechatesich, now, Avad, the Balo Isha is supposed to get, but Lechura Tiflog, she should get it as well. So the Akimt of Gerusha is a little schwer in light of the fact that the Bryce says that the Mei Vladis go to the Baal. Amr Apapa, Apapa said, no, Atayra Zich said Mei Vladis Lebaal, Afilu Baal Lebazos. It's not true. This that the Torah says, Kasha Yosha Salah Baal Isha has nothing to do with the fact that they're married. He always gets it. In fact, Rashi says when it says Baal, a boil carpet. As long as he's the boil and he is the father of this child, whether they're married, then not married, they were married, they were never married. I feel the ball business. It's irrelevant. He's always gonna get it. In other words, Daikimta's a good Aikimta. Says the Gemara Vinukmo Liraba Freak the Gemara another cash. Why did we make an Akimta that this price is talking about a Gurusha? Because we couldn't figure out why would it be that if she dies, her Nezik inside that she's entitled to Machmas or Chabal is going to go to her Yarshan. Shouldn't it go to her husband? And we thought at first glance, oh, it's a very good Sush though to the previous price. But if the previous price is Dafka by Koifer because Koifer is Roy, well, this is not Roy, this is Muchlik. So if that's the case, so why is it that it goes to her Yarshan? So because of that, we made it a Kimta. The price is talking about a Grusha. So the Gemara asks that why did we have to make this a Kimta? The could have been an Eitzah, meaning you could learn that this Brysa, the second Brysa, it's also a situation where it was Ra'oi, and because it's a situation of where it's Ra'oi, that's the reason that it goes to her Yarshim, not to him, based on the same reason and the same explanation of the previous price, because the husband doesn't get Ra'oi Kumos. How so? So the Gemara says like this, according to Rabba, making a kimta, it's talking about where at the end of the day, when the gvia came, meaning whoever it was, she died, but whenever the gvia was, what they were going for was money. Ula Rab Nachman, and according to Rab Nachman, it's talking about what they were going for karka. What's the background to this? Rabbi Rabbi said, Gavu karka, yeshloi, Gavu mois, enloi. Rabbi said that if the, a person died and he left over Yarsha, and he left over Bechar. And we said that just like the husband doesn't get Beroi Kibbe Mochzik, the Bechar also doesn't get Beroi Kibbe Mochzik. So he left over an outstanding wall. That loan, when it gets paid up, is that going to be considered Roy or is that going to be considered Mochzik? So Rabbi said it depends. If they were Goi Vekarka, Yeshloi. 
Yeshloi meaning the Bechar gets Pishnayim because we look at it as being Muchsik. Gavumai is saying, if they were Gaiva money, so then you're not going to get Pishnayim. Why would Karkna be considered something that's Yeshloi? The reason is because Karka is something that's Muchsik. It's considered to be in the person's possession. And being that it's considered to be in the person's possession, so it's for that reason you're going to get a Pishnayim. As opposed to Mois, not. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said just the opposite. Gavumai, if you were Gaiva money, Yeshloi, then you're going to get the Pishnayim. Gavu Karka, if however you were Gaiva Karka, Eloi, in that case, you're not going to get the peach nine. But what do you see from here? You see from here that if somebody collects money, sometimes it's considered roy, sometimes it's considered mochzik. Meaning if a man dies and he leaves over an outstanding loan, and then the loan is collected on, is that considered roy or is that considered mochzik? It depends. According to Rabbah, if you go to Karka, it's considered mochzik, mois is considered roy. According to Rav Nachman, mois is considered mochzik, karka is considered roy. So, in according to Rabbah, if you go to Mois, it's Roy. According to Rabbi Nachman, if you go to Karka, it's Roy. So there's a Hechatimsa for the loan to have been Chal Michayim, but being that you weren't going there, still it's something that's going to be considered Roy. If that's the case, why did Rabbah and Rabbi Nachman and Dafka, Rabbah and Rabbi Nachman, they were the ones that made the Kimt and the Bryce is talking about where she was a Grusha to get out of the Kasha. Why does it go to her Yashim? She didn't go to the husband. So what would the Territz have been? It would have been very nice if it was Roy, but it's not Roy because we're dealing with a Zokin. It's not true. Rabbah and Rabbi Nachman, the Shitosayu and Yesh Noichlin and the Sug of Eina Pchornoit of Roy Kibbamochlik, they both hold that Shayach to have a Choyv that was Chal Mechaim, but depending on how the Gviu was, that could make it Roy. So why they have to be Madchik and say, she knew you the Chiki, the Chur, they could have said very posh. So the Gemara says, I hear what you're saying, but Amri Hani Milu the name Ravo, Alibid the Rabbonon. Says the Gemara that Rabbi Rab Nachman is really totally in a big machlokes and yesh noichlin, which Rashi goes through a little bit. Ayin Sham, we're not going to go through. But over that sugya, there is Shitas Rabbanon who holds that sometimes a milva is considered roi, sometimes it's considered mochzik, and the machlokes between Rabbi Rab Nachman was when is it milva. When is it Roy and when is it Mochzik? But Rebbe over this Chaylik, and Rebbe holds that every single loan is considered Mochzik, because being that the Chiv of the loan came into effect while the person was alive, that's enough for it to be considered Mochzik. I don't care if you gave it this way, you gave it that way. Aliba the Rebbe, if the Chiv was Chal Mechaim, it's always considered Mochzik. We're trying to make this price to work out. Filo Aliba the Rebbe, and that's why we said what we said. So Amar Rabba Begrusha, the Chenam Arnachem Begrusha, was only said because we wanted to make it work out. Aliba the Rebbe, and Chenami. If you learn Yechloichel, you go through the sugyas properly of Roy Kibemuchzik. There was a way to make this price to work, even the Roy Kibemuchzik. Zok the Gemara weiter. Next topic. Amar Rab Shimon Ben Lakish. Rab Shimon Ben Lakish said, "Shor sheimis aso eved, a shor that kills an eved." So what's the halacha? A shor that kills an eved, if it's a shor amud, has to pay a. What's the knas? You have to pay shloishim shkol. So shor shehem says so evet shloib kavano, and he did it shloib kavano. Potim shloishim shkol. The law is you don't have to pay the shloishim shkol. Shenem it says in the Torah, kasev shloishim shkolim yitin ladoinov. Vashor yisakel. It says you pay shloishim shkolim. And what do you do with the shor? You stone the shor. Said Reish Lakish, Kol Zman Shashor Beskila. As long as the shor is a Beskila, Ba'il Mashal Mashleishim Shkalim. The Ba'il Mashal Mashleishim Shkalim. In a shor Beskila, but if the shor is not going to get Skila, in a Ba'il Mashal Mashleishim Shkalim, then the Ba'il is not going to get Shleishim Shkalim. And being that this shor Shtois Shloi Bekavon, here for it's not Chayiv Skila. Why, by the way, if it's Shtois Shloi 
the kavanas and achayev skilo because kemisas abayim kach misas hashar. And being that a the bailim, if he would kill shleibik kavanah, he wouldn't be chayev skilo. He wouldn't be chayev zayev, right? Or itzayach. So too the shar is the same thing. So if you don't have the sokel, you sokel hashar. So so too you don't have the kess of shloishim. Chiddush number one. Amar Rabbah. Rabbah said Chiddush number two. Shor Shemus ben Chayrim me Inyan le Inyan. Very much Boise Inyan. A Shor that killed not an Evet, but he killed a ben Chayrim. Shaloi bekavana, and he did it. Shaloi bekavana. Patami Kaifer. So when is Shor Shemus ben Chayrim Chayv Kaifer? If he's already a Shor Amuot. If he did it, Shaloi bekavana. So then the halach is you Patter from Kaifer. Shenem Ashor Yisakel. The Gam ba'olav Yumas im Kaifer Yushas Olav. So again, we juxtapose Ashor Yisakel. With koifer, because much ashar b'skilu ba'yom ashalom koifer. If the shor is chayiv skilu, then the ba'yom ashalom koifer. In a shor b'skilu, if the ba'yom is not chayiv skilu, in ba'yom ashalom koifer, then the ba'yom does not have to pay koifer. So Rish Lakish and Rabba essentially said the same exact thing, albeit with regards to two different psukim and two different parshias in the Torah. Rish Lakish was talking about a shor shehemis as eved. Rabba was talking about a shor shehemis ben chayer. What's the halach of a shor kills an eved? A shor yisakel. Again, assuming it's a muit, you pay shloishin shkalim. What happens if a shor kills a ben chayerin muit? A shor yisakel, and the bialim has to pay koifer. Rish Lakish said that the only time you pay the shloishin shkalim for killing an eved is if the shor is yisakel. How is it possible that it wouldn't be Shor Yisaka? Let's say he did it Shleibi Kavan. So then, being that there's no Chiv, Shor Yisaka, so too you don't pay the Shleishim Shkala. Rabbi said the same thing regarding Kaifer. That, when do you pay Kaifer? If Hashor Yisaka. How would it be possible that it shouldn't be Shor Yisaka? Again, he did it Shleibi Kavan. So if he did it Shleibi Kavan, there's no Shor Yisaka, so then you're not going to have a Chiv Kaifer. Now at first glance, you would think the two should be Tali Zebazet, right? Rishlokish and Rabbi are saying the same thing. They're not saying the same thing. In fact, at the very, very end of the daf, we'll see the Gemara is going to cheshben a little bit, whether it's Muchach, that Rabba holds like Rishlokish, Rishlokish holds like Rabba. But for now, it's definitely what we call in our Chaburim, Me'inyan, Le'inyan, Ba'usa, Inyan. Rishlokish said his halacha with regards to Evet. Rabba said his halacha with regards to Ben Chayrin. What's the Me'inyan, Le'inyan part? Right, what's the common denominator between these two halachas? That the chiyav mammon is totally in the skila of the shar. So if it's a shar yisakel, you can have the chiyav mammon. But if it's not a shar yisakel, you're not going to have the chiyav mammon. Zok the gemara. Eisavei abayis. Abayis asks the kasha. So the gemara doesn't say if abayis kasha is a kasha on rish lakish or if abayis kasha is a kasha on rabba. Now we could live in suspense for another ten seconds, but it's Pasha. Abai is asking on Rabbah usually, right? And his kasha was from a Mishnah in Elunayris. A Mishnah in Mesechtis Ksubis. So the Mishnah says that if a person walks into Bezdin and he says, my shor killed Ploini. Or he says, my shor killed Shoiroi Shal Ploini. So the Allah is, Hareze Meshalem Al Piatzmoy. Right? So essentially, what am I saying? I'm saying that I'm Chayiv Koifer. That's not Knas. And as a result, you Chayiv to pay Al Piyatzmai. Or if he says, Hey, Miss Shoiri as Shoiri shall Ploini. Again, assuming it's a Muid, right? The Gemara with the Cheshbins, if Palganiska Knasa, Palganiska Mamoina. Is it talking about Dafka Muid? Could it also be talking about Atam? But just to keep things simple, let's say it was a Shara Muid or Palganiska Mamoina. So then the Allah is, you'd be Chayef to pay. Now, my love, Koifer, right? It sounds like him the Shari is playing. What are you paying Koifer? What's the Kasha? Why are you paying Koifer? Are we going to stone the Shar? No, we're not going to stone the Shar. Because if a person walks into Bezin and says, my Shar, 
and kill the person, there's no sokal yisokal ashar. And the reason there's no sokal yisokal ashar is again, to kill the shar, you're going to need to proper aid. By the person simply admitting that that's what happened, that's not going to be enough for us to kill the shar. So it's not going to be sokal yisokal ashar. So what's the idos badin kimi yedem dami? You shouldn't be chayiv koifer either. If koifer is totally in misas ashar, you don't have the misas ashar over here. That's the gemara's kasha. Now it's not mefurish that when it says in the mishnah yichayiv to pay, that yichayiv to pay koifer. The gemara assumes it only. My love koifer. What else is it? Hey mishayri. As Pliny, the only payment we're aware of in Pashas Mishpatim is Kaifer. So the Gemara says, isn't that what's going on? The Gemara says, no. The Gemara says, a huge answer. The Gemara says, loy damim. You want to know what it means? It means damim. Meaning, you pay as a regular damager. If your shark kills a person, you pay as a damager. That is a big chiddush over here. If a person shark kills a person, you have to pay as a mazik? I thought that a shar that shtois is a shar, when it's a kiyigaif, right? That's when you pay as a mazik. But when it's a kiyigach, when it's a person, so then, l'chaira, what you pay is kaifer. If you pay kaifer, you don't pay damen. It's mavur in this gemara, and this is shitas rabba, that that's a misnomer. Rabba holds that when a shar kills a person, you have to pay as a mazik. And the reason is, b'chal masayimana. If it would have hurt him and not killed him, you would have had to pay as a mazik. So if you kill him, kavuchaira, you have to pay as a mazik. And really, the whole sugya of koifer is a sugya of should you pay domin, or maybe instead of paying domin, you should pay koifer. But even when you don't pay koifer, you're still going to have to pay domin. That's Pashup Shanadigma. Now, Rashi, but Lashonay Azov, and Toysta is a little bit more with Bok both ask, say, one second, so you mean to tell me that this whole Kaifer is only like Larab Chedamilsa, but even without Kaifer, the anyways would have been a Chi of Damim, so then what's the Chidish of Kaifer? So why are we talking about Kaifer? So the Rishonim say like, Toysta speaks this out, Laman Damar, that Kaifer is the main Mazik, so there's an Afkimina between Kaifer and regular Nizakin. Nizakin is the main Nizik, as opposed to Kaifer's main Mazik. But if you hold that Kaifer is anyways made Nizik, so it comes out Kaifer and Nizakin is really the same thing. So to the extent it's the same thing, so what's the difference then between Kaifer and Nizakin? This is uh, the Kasha that the Rishonim ask. Rashi says a pshat. If you take a look at Toysvis, Toysvis says a whole bunch of different pshatim. But the bottom line is, is that you'd have to say that the nafkamina of Kaifer versus regular Nezokin is going to be in the fact that Kufr is kapara, as opposed to Nezokin, which is a regular Chiyav moment. It happened nafkamina if the person dies, whether the Yarshim have to pay, go through the Rishayim. But the bottom line is, is that Rabbi saying that in addition to always cheshbening when a shor is heimus as adam, the chi of koifer, you also have to cheshben the chi of damim. And when it says heimus shor is ploini yechayev, you're not chayev koifer because koifer is takatoli in misas hashor, and there is no misas hashor over here. What then does it mean when we say yechayev? What it means is that you're going to be chayev damim. The Gemara says idamim. If that's what it means, heimus If look at the sefer, the next part of that Mishnah said heimus shor is abdish or ploini. If a person walks into bed and he says my shor killed abdish or ploini, in a mishalim al piatzmoi, the halach is you don't have to. And the reason is because when a person charged doses and evet, what do you pay? You pay a knas. You play the shloshim shgalim. And being that essentially you're a moed of a knas, moed of a knas is potter. What's the kash? If the chiv over here that we're talking about when it said heimis shoyrias ploini was never the chiv koifer, all it was was the chiv domim. Then lochura my loy. Why are you not chayiv then to pay the same chiv domim when you say heimis shoyrias abdi lochura? If every koifer has a Bechlal Messiah Manu, a Chi of Domim, then L'Chayre, any time a person charges Shloyces and Evet, Evet has value. So if that's the case, so why don't you say that there's a Chi of Domim there as well? So if the 
Reisha, Hamishorius Ploini means Domin, then Lachura, why Hamishori as Avdoisha Ploini are you Potter? Why should you not be Chayiv Domin? Me Potter from Knas, I hear, but why are you not Chayiv Domin? So this was Abayah's follow up Kasha to Rabbah. Abba Lisa, Rabbah told him like this I can answer Reisha Domin for Sefer Knas. Yeah, I, I, no, no. He's like teaching Abayah's Talmud a little bit. Meaning that's, that's a. An okay answer. It works. It's definitely something you could say. Meaning, heim b'shoyri as ployni chayiv domin, and heim b'shoyri as abdesh ployni einem mishal in knas al piatzmoi. But anachinami, you are chayiv domin. Miushinu yedachik aloy mashinulcha. I don't want to tell you a teretz. That's a doichik. Rather, what I'm going to tell you is idividi domin. They're both talking about domin, and really, there is a chayiv domin when it comes to an eved. Just like there's a chi of domin when it comes to a shard that kills a ben chayrin. If that's the case, what's the kasha? So why is it that if a person says, Hey, Miss Shoyri, yes, ploini, how you does, but then can we them domin, you have a chi of domin. But if a person says, Hey, Miss Shoyri, yes, abdoy shal ploini, you don't have how you does, but then can we them domin. And we don't say that you're chayiv domin. Said Rabbi, a very, very long shakaritz. He said, Me, you ben chayrin, the mishalom koifer al piatzmoi, a ben chayrin who pays koifer al piatzmoi. Hey, domi, when does a ben chayrin ever pay koifer al piatzmoi? Now, why do you have to say hey, domi? Because Rabbi Shit is ordinarily that. The only time you pay kaifer is when it's soki yisakal ashar, and if it's not soki yisakal ashar al piatzmoi, so lechuri you wouldn't pay kaifer al piatzmoi. This, and that's why Rabbi has to be super worthy, super worthy. So he says the asus ahadi vaasidu be the katal. We would have been a geya. It would be a geya if two edim would come and they would say that this shar killed a person. However, the edim say v'lo yadi. We don't know itam hava imuud hava. We're not sure if it's a tam it's a muud. Now, based on that. Let's pause the story for a second. We know the shah is for sure going to get killed because regardless if it's a shah, tam, shah, mood, it's always sucking, you suck a lashar. What's the soft? If there's a chi of kaifer. Okay. And now the balabus walks in and he says, the mood, who? He says, I have to confess, my shah was a shah, mood. In that case, the mishalom al piyatzmai. He's going to pay al piyatzmai. Why? Because in that case, the shah is getting skila. The chi of kaifer is. Regular mummin, it's a dos baldin, kimeya edem dami. And as a result, there's no reason he shouldn't be believed to say that Marsha was a sharamut. So you have a chetim, so where you're paying koifer al piatma, even though really you shouldn't in Rabbah's world. But here's a gishmaka he chetim, so where would be shaykh? Being that that's the case, that it's possible sometimes to pay koifer al piatma, so hechotelek edem, when there's no edem, mishalim domin. Al koponim, when there's no edem, so you can't be chayv koifer al piatma. Why? Because the only time you chayv koifer is if it's talking, it's talking, in this case it's not going to be talking, it's talking, it's talking, but al koponim domin, you should be chayv. Oh, we got the evidence in mishalim but by an Eved, where you're never, ever, ever going to pay Knas Al Piyatzmoy, there's no Echetimtza, right? In the, your classic case, if someone walks at the bed and says, My shard killed an Eved. That's good old fashioned way to pick Knas So let's see if we can come up with a creative case. Let's see if the comparable case that we just had, for Hamish Shoyri has been Chayron, would work for an Eved. Let's say Edom would walk in. They would say, We know that the shard killed. We don't know we know if he killed a Tam or he killed a Mood. So again, either way, it's going to be Sokhi but we have a suffix now whether you chayv knas. And now the Balabas walks in and he says, He's not going to be chayv knas al piyatzmoy. Why? Because you're the zelba moida be knas pater. Right? The chilek between a shar that kills a ben chayrin that's pater from koifer, 
when it happened based on his idol. First, in the shor that kills an Eved, where you pot it from Knas, when it happened on your idol, is very, very different. A shor in Rabbah's world that kills an Adam, where we don't have Adam, but the person walks to the best and he says, I know what happened, this potter, not because of any din of Moida potter, but it's being that we don't physically have a Sokhi Yisokhi Lashar, so immediately you're going to be potter. When it comes to Knas, it's a din, it works with a din of Moida B'Knas potter. So in the first case, as long as I have a Hechetimso where the Shar is being stoned anyways, you have to come to, to my Hoidos, in that case, are you there, you're Hoidos, you would be Chayif Kaifer. But that's never going to be possible by Knas, because by Knas, obviously you have to come out to my Hoidos, it's always going to be of Moida B'Knas. And being that that's the case, if there's no Eden, you're not going to be Chayv Dalman. So again, Rabbi said a very long Dishit Teretz. What's Rabbi's Teretz? His Teretz is, again, Rabbi said a Yisoyed. Let's regroup. Rabbi's Yisoyed is that although a Shor Amuich, a Himmes has Adam is Chayv Koifer, but the only time it's Chayv Koifer is if the Shor is itself going to be stoned. But if it's not going to be Sokka Yisok Lashar, in that case, there is not going to be a Chayv Koifer. What was Rabbi's Moshal? What was the case? The case was Shor Shehemus Ben Chorin Shaloi Bekavana. Being that it was Shaloi Bekavana, Kemisa Bayan Kachemisa Lashar, we're not going to kill the Shor. So therefore, you're also not going to be Chayv Koifer. Abaya had a bomb cash on Rabbi from a Mishnah. His Kasha was that it says, Hemus Shori Esploini, Dalach is a Reza Meshalam Al Piyatzmoi. So you see Mephorish, that even though it's Al-Piyatzmoy, so we're not killing the Shor in Afal Pekin, you're going to be Chayef to pay. You're going to be Chayef to pay. Koifer. So you see, Chayef Koifer is not totally in Mitzvah Shor. So Rabbi said a Chiddush to answer this question. He said, that Chayef is not Koifer. You're right, you're, you're off the hook from Koifer. That Chayef is a Chayef Domin. Because every single Koifer, you also have to reckon the Chayef Domin. Zabaya told Rabbah, well, if that's the case, then how do you understand the next line of the Mishnah? Next line of the Mishnah says, if the same exact guy walks to the bed and he says, my shark killed Abdo Yishopleini, then you're going to be Potter. Now, if the Mishnah is not talking about Kaifer in the Reisha, it's probably not talking about Knas in the Sefer. And Potter then means you're Potter from Domin. Why are you Potter from Domin? Bukhura, if there's a Chiv Domin when the shark kills a Ben Chayr, and there should be a Chiv Domin when it kills an Evan as well. Same svar. And if that's the case, so why you potter? So Rabbi said, I'm going to tell you the difference. The difference is, is that being that you find that sometimes a person with his haidah could be chayiv koifer, therefore if a person's moida, that he has a chayiv damim, he's going to have a chayiv damim. But you never find that a person with his haidah could be chayiv knas of evet, therefore al yadeh his haidah, you're never going to be chayiv damim either. What's the svara? That's a good question. I am the Rosh Hashivas But the bottom line is, is that is the terrors of Rabbah. That being that you find that sometimes a person can be mechayiv himself koifra al yadei zaydah, therefore you can also be mechayiv yourself domim al yadei zaydah. As opposed to shoyri, shahar, I guess, or evet, being that you can never be mechayiv yourself kenas al piyur zaydah, it's always going to be moita b'knas potter, even the far-fetched case, the Gemara knocked out, so therefore you're also never going to be mechaev domim, al yedeh yur haidah, zok the Gemara, masiv, rav shmu barav yitzchak, rav shmu barav yitzchak, ask the cash, on rabbis teretz, rabbis tickle teretz, kol shechaev ben chayrin, chayev evet, a brise, the brise says, any time, a person is chayev for a ben chayrin, he's going to be chayev in the equivalent case, for an evet, bein b'koyfer, and this is true for koyfer, bein b'misna, and this is true for Misa as well. So just taking the Brice at face value. Kol shechayi beven chayrin, chayi beeved, bein bekoifer bein bemisa. What does it sound like? Anytime you kill a ben chayrin, you chayi koifer, and there's Misa, right? You kill the shar. So too, anytime you kill a 
An Eved, it's going to be the same thing. But the Gemara says that can't be. Kaifer the Eved Miyika, there is no Kaifer by an Eved. So you just know right out of the gate that this is a Brysa that needs a little bit of work. Elolav Domit. Probably what the Brysa means, Domit. And what we're saying is, Kol Shechayev Beven Chorin, Domim Chayev Beeved, Domim. And really, this Brysa would support Rabbah's Gersachitish. And that is that when a shark kills, in addition to Cheshben in Koifer and Knas, you also have to Cheshben Dom. But it's a Kasha. It's Moser Rashmur Rabbi Yitzchak. This is not a name of Messiah, right? It's not a Tanya Nami Yochi. This is not a Tanya Kavose. This is a Kasha. So what's the Kasha? Because the Kasha is Kol Shechai Beven Choyren. Every single situation when you're Now, if Dalach is that if a person walks into Bezdin and he says, I am being murdered right now, I have to come clean. I'm confessing that my shor killed a Ben Chayrin. Dalach is your Chayiv, Domin. Well, then the same has to be true as it relates to an Evan. That if a person walks into Bezdin, you have to be Chayiv, which makes perfect sense because it's the same Oydos, Badin Kimei Edom Domin, not dealing with Knas over here. So why should it be different? But if Rabbi said a Shtakal Torah, that it is different because Davka by Ben Chayiv, you have a Dos Badin Klapi the Domin because sometimes it can be Mechayiv yourself Koyfer as opposed to whenever you can have it be Mechayiv yourself Knas, so then you're not going to be Mechayiv yourself, whatever that super duper Svar is. But the bottom line is, it's not Emes the words because Kosha Chayiv Ben Chayiv Evan. So this could have, would have, should have been a good riot to Rabbah. The problem is, at the end of the day, it knocks it out because Kol Shechayev sounds like it's always going to be the case. So the Gemara says, what happened next? There are two versions. Ikadamri, some say, who asked the question, he himself answered it. Ikadamri, others had a different version of what happened, that Omalei Rabbah, Rabbah himself was the one that answered what happened after that, everybody agrees. I mean, the terrorists is the same. Terrorists are Shiloh. Who said the terrorists? What's the terrorists? We did a little bit of surgery of this brysa. Right? This is easy. We know this from Signo Nashas. If you have a brysa that's already a brysa that's Mishabeshta, in the words of Chazal, so you're going to ask Akasha, we'll just say it was even more Shabeshta than that. Right? Once you do a little bit of surgery, you could do reconstructive surgery. So says the Gemara, this is where you have to read the brysa. Kol Bikavono alpi edim koifer chayiv beeved knas vechol shechayiv beben choyren shaloi bekavono alpi edim domin chayiv beeved shaloi bekavono alpi edim domin. In other words, this brayso is saying kol shechayiv beben choyren chayiv beeved. True. And it clearly is talking about Domin, which is a good thing for Rabbah, because this is a Brysa that supports Rabbah's Chedesh. What we're adding is Edim. The Brysa is specifically talking about when there's Edim. So when there's Edim, with, then you're not dealing with Hoidah anyways. And being that you're not dealing with Hoidah anyways, so therefore, what's the Kasha? How could you tell me your rule, Kol Shechayev? I you see with his Hoidah, it's different. We're not talking about all cases. We're talking about where there's Edim. Where it, Lehedya didn't come about all your day, Hoidah. If we're talking about where Lehedya didn't come about all your day, Hoidah, so it's for that reason, it's not going to be a problem. Zok the Gemara. And this next Gemara is also very lumdish, but we're going to do what we do. Amalei Rava. Rava asked another Kasha. So again, this is Rava's grace of Chiddush. You have a bias. You know, makes sense. Rava's going to come here in the Sokyo. So it says, Rava, I love the Shakash. He says, Ihochi, Oibazoi. Oibazoi what? Right? We just said a lot of things. Oibazoi, that every single time that you have a situation of Koifer or Knas of Evet, in addition to Cheshbening, the special Chiv of the Torah, there's a Bechlau Vesayim Mona, and you also have to look at the Chiv Domin, you also have to look at the Chiv Momin, if that's the case, Eishoi, Shaloi Bekavona, 
Al pi edim l'shalim dam. Somebody lights a fire, and this fire goes and it kills a person. Shaloi bekavana. The halacha is that, or the halacha should be that this person, the baloish, should be chayiv to pay mammon. Meaning, he has an ish that he's responsible for. It killed somebody, albeit shaloi bekavana. Now, being that it was shaloi bekavana, you're not chayiv misa for any damage that took place, but or any misa that took place. But at the same time, you should be chayiv mammon. Because if you're telling me that when a shark kills, in addition to the chiv kaifer, there's also a chiv damen, then luchur the same should be true for Aish. So if that's the case, said Rava, that why is it that that's not the case? Now says the Rambam, only the Rava the leim mashalim. Had Rava know that that's not the case, maybe knew it from the following Mishnah. So a person was madlika gadish, right? He lit a tree on fire, and there was a gedi, there was an animal, a goat that was attached to it, and there was ever that was close by. And everything got burned. The loch is that this person is going to be chayiv moment. He has to pay for everything. If there was an ever that was attached to it, and there was a gedi that was samach to it, and it got burned with it. Potter. In that case, you're going to be potter. You're going to be potter from paying any chiyuve mamen. Why are you potter from any chiyuve mamen? You should say that your chayiv knmei hezek. So the Gemara says a pasht the teretz. I'm rish lakish, rish lakish. You're going to hit this begufa shal evet. The kamlev the rabbi minet. Now the case over there was where he actually lit the evet on fire, and being that he's chayiv misa, that's why he's potter from mamen. Zavadim could be. Be a soyday, there would be a chiv moment. The reason there's no chiv moment over here, there's no domin, is because there's a kam lebed In fact, Rashi says that the whole kasha of the Gemara, the Chachila, was only a kasha, I'll leave it the Rishlokish, that holds Eshem Mishum Avoyna, according to Rabbi Yochan, those Eshem Mishum Chitzav, it was poshit that that's Pshad in the Mishnah. That's based on kam lebed rabbinay. According to Rishlokish, Eshem Mishum Avoyna, that's really where the Gemara thought it had a little bit of a, 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 a kasha. But at the same time, the Gemara says that even Rishlokish was Eshem Mishum Avoyna, you could make an akimta that it's talking about where you Lit the actual Gideon, the actual Evan on fire. I mean, they lit him on fire. It's, for that reason, it's not going to be an issue. In other words, Rav is coming with a blitz. He says, if you're telling me that every time there's a Misa, you also have to look at the Chi of Damim, so why by Aish is it not that way? So the Gemara stopped Rav and says, Mechtes, it's not. I have a Mishnah, you see, in that case with the Eved, your potter. Yeah, your potter, because he chayiv misa. So the said, the Elam, maybe from the following, the Tanya learned to the Braise, so chayim rebbe ishmi babar, sha'ishmu edes lecho bein dova roila, bein dova sha'in roila, ma sha'in kim babar. So this Braise we went through in detail in Dafyod, and it's discussing the different chumras that the Ba'a of Islam can have one clap of the other. So a chumra that Ish has over bar is that Ish is a muet to eat, meaning to. As opposed to bar. What that means, I in the first paragraph. I have another hechetimsa. You know what the would be? If Eish kills a person, there'd be a chi of damin. That's what should come out. Rob is arguing, I'll leave it there out. As opposed to bar, if it kills a person, we know there's not going to be a chi of damin. Why not? By bar, there's a mute, says Rashi. It's Sharvalay Adam, Chamravalay Kalim. There you have a Mesfurish in Russia that's Mamait Adam from all payments. You're not going to be Chayat. But by Ishma, you don't have a Mesfurish in Miat. All you have is your logic. So 
Yeah, ordinarily we're trained to think that when you're mazik, so then you pay Dmei Hezek, but when you kill, it's a whole different surya. But if you're telling me that every time you kill, you also have to cheshbin the nizak in Shabbai, but you always have to cheshbin the niske mamin chelik of the ritzicha, well, if that's the case, so why didn't we say another chumr that Eish has over Bar, that Eish, you'd be chayiv mamin for killing a person, as opposed to Bar, you'd be potter based on the drush of Sharvalay Adam. So the Gemara says, I hear, however, Dilma Tanavashire. That's not a raya, because I can always tell you Tanavashire, right? This is what we spoke about Tanavashire, and that's so you. But maybe you could say Tanavashire, and being that there's a way out, so a raya zichah don't have. So again, Rava came with a kasha on Rava, that according to you, the same thing should be true by Yesh. And the Gemara says, Rava, how do you know it's not true by Yesh? And we tried finding Mekairis, two Mekairis, but both of them got knocked out. So the Gemara says, Ella, you have to say, Rava Gufei. Rava, we just have to change the niggin a little bit. When Rava came after Rava, he wasn't asking Akasha Batiris, I know for a fact that it's like this, and according to you, why is it like this? No, he was just asking him. He says, Rabbi, I'm just curious. I'd like to hear your take. According to you, that every time a shark kills, you also have to hedge in the Niske moment, Yilamdenu Rabbeinu, literally, right? As the Rebbe, he says, could you please explain to me what would be the case over here? Meaning, if somebody is mazik, or someone kills with age, and with Shalei B'Kavano, is there going to be a Chiv Dom? It's not going to be a Chiv Do we say, Gabi Shar, who the B'Kavano, Mashalim Koifer, by Shar, will you find that if it Shtoy says B'Kavano, you pay and therefore you can't have kaifer. At the very least, but maybe if he kills Bekavana, you don't find kaifer. Maybe there's no chiyav Meaning, maybe your chiddush is only when there's kaifer Bekavana, then there's dom and shleib Bekavana. I don't know. Being that at the end of the day, now. There's nothing to pay. So what do you pay? You pay dom. Shalai Bekavana, Mias Mashalam Domin, at the very least, but Shalai Bekavana, you should pay Domin. Meaning, is the Shalai Bekavana Domin related to the Kavana Kaifer? It has nothing to do with anything. And the Gemara says, Veloyodinon, Teiko. So usually the Gemara just says Teiko. Here the Gemara says, right, this is Mavish to make it clear. Veloyodinon, A. Teiku B. It almost sounds like Veloyodinon and Teiku are not mamish the same thing. Anyways, Okti Gemara, postscript to the Sugi, and then we're going to get to the Reit. Kiyosa Rabdimi Yom Rabdi Yechon. Where Rabdimi came from Eretzrael to Bavel, he repeated the following Jerusha in the name of Rabbi Yechon. When the Torah mentions the Allah of Koifer, what does it say? Im Koifer Yushas Olaf. That word im is superfluous. Koifer, could have just said Koifer. Matam Mar im Koifer. The Rabbis Koifer Shalevi Kavana, Ki Koifer Bekavana. That a person is chayiv koifer, whether the shar is shtois bekavana or whether it's shtois shalei bekavana. Chiddush being that even if shtois shalei bekavana, still you're going to be chayiv koifer, which is not like who? Not like Rabbah. The Rabbah's whole chiddush was that the only time you pay koifer is when it's sucking sakal ashar. The only time it's sucking sakal ashar is that the shar is shtois bekavana. So what we're saying is that shalei bekavana is like kavana, so that even though it's not sucking sakal ashar, but clapping koifer, you're going to be chayiv koifer. I'm going to say, I'm going by Eved, too, you can make the same diik. When the term mentions the Kanas of Eved, it says, Im Eved Why did it say Im? Right? You're going to make the same drasha? You're going to tell me that uh, Eved, your Chayev, the Kanas, even if the Shar, the even though it's not Sokka, you Sokka, Lashar? Is that true? 
Now, and before he even had a chance to answer, he says, You're going to tell me. Yeah, you can't, because Rish Lakish said, Before it's not that way. Right? Rish Lakish was the first Rosh. We've been focusing on Rabbah the entire daf. But Rish Lakish was the one who said the same exact halacha regarding the Evet. So, if you're going to tell me that. You hold of your drush of im lerabbis even shleibik havana by koifer it has to be true by evet and by evet you go in kineged reish lakish now it's interesting Abai had no problem with Rav Dimi not going like rabba regarding koifer and presumably because Abai doesn't agree with rabba he's being chayluk with him in the whole sugya but you go into shaloyke reish lakish they already had a problem with Amalei he told him Rav Dimi said gavra gavra karamis what kind of kasha is that you're asking a kasha reish lakish and by the way who Rav Dimi say over from. So this is not just a gavra gavra karamas. The fact that Rabbi Yochanan Rishlokish saw Sugi a little bit differently shouldn't come as news to anybody. So as a result, what kind of kasha is that? This is a Rabbi Yochanan Rishlokish machlokish. Chalk it up for another such machlokish. So he reported the following. He said, "Also the name Rabbi Yochanan Eved Matamaloyma Im Eved LeRabbois Eved Shloibe Kavana." He said in Mephorish that Evet Shnoi Bekavana is like Evet Bekavana, meaning not like Shittas Reish Lakish, who said Lahedya not that way. That said that the only time you pay the Knas is when it's Saki Yisakal Ashar. Says the Gemara, Reish Lakish, not me name of the Evet Im Evet Loi Darish. Should we assume that being the Reish Lakish doesn't hold of the Drash of Im Evet, right? Clearly. Because he holds that you don't pay Knas if there's no Chiv. He says a koifrim koifrim. I'm in the darsh, so maybe he doesn't darsh and koifrim koifrim either. I'm reading the Gemara says light. Meaning, is it muhach the rishlokish also holds like rabba? That's essentially the Gemara's question. Is it muhach he holds like rabba? What would be the hechrich? I mean, we said the halachas are very similar, but now we have more of a toichendig way of asking the question because it sounds like whether you should hold of rabba not all like rabba is totally whether you hold of the word im koifer and whether you should hold like rishlokish not all like rishlokish should be totally in whether you hold of the drosha im evet so l'chura if rishlokish doesn't hold of im evet mistami also doesn't hold of im koifer is that true? so the Mar says amri loy evet im evet loy darish koifer im koifer darish he doesn't hold of evet im evet but he does hold of koifer im koifer meaning the drosha of im koifer may be we don't know but maybe he thought it was a good drosha as opposed to im evet is not the reason is Eved im Eved because the words Eved im Eved it doesn't say by Tashlumen Koifer im Koifer Ksiv b'Makim Tashlumen meaning as it relates to Eved im Eved so it says it with regards to im Eved Yikach im Eved Yikach it's talking about the Nagicha as opposed to Koifer, where does it say the word im? By the hefts of the tashlumen. Im koifer yushas Allah. So where it says im by the tashlumen, so maybe over there we darshan im le rabbis at the zechiv tashlumen, even shaloi bekavana. As opposed to by im eved, where it says it regarding the negich. I mean, one word later it says kesef shloishim shkalim yitin ladoida. But lamais im eved yigach. As opposed to im koifer, which is the hefts of the tashlumen, yushas Allah. So when it says im by the tashlumen, there we marbe tashlumen. When it says im regarding eved over there, we're not marbe anything as it relates to eved. This concludes another tough daf here in the middle of Meseches Bavakamas. As it relates to raid, just to lighten things up a little bit, above my pay grade, that's the disclaimer. And that is, so one of the themes, which I thought was interesting, of the parasha of Koifer is that there's an idea of a person who's high of Misa, but at the same time, he can redeem his soul, literally, by writing a check. 
So you have a man who owns a shar. This shar stoist already three times what's known in the vernacular as a shar hamuid. And now it goes and it stoices again. The Torah says, Vagambal of Yumas. This man is Chayiv Misa. Stating that, there's a way out. In Koifa, Yushas Olov, Venos Sampidio in Nafshoi Kecholasha Yushas Olov. He can make a payment, Koifa, Chloikist, Me Mazik, Me Nizik, Mamoina, Kapor, but you can make a payment, and by doing that, you will be a Venos Sampidio in You will literally redeem yourself. So this Chayiv Misa that's hovering on top of this person, rightfully so, multiple times his shark killed people it's a big deal but came through his money that he's going to give that will be he will no longer be in the simple reading of the Psokim then it says the Mechilta Alatar on this Pasuk of Venosam Pidya Nafsha it says Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Shmuel said Take a look at the Rachmanis that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has on Basim Vedam. Because you see from here that a person can literally buy his soul back, how? With money. And he brought several additional psukim that bring this point. And we know this is the parish of Machsas HaShekel. And it says clearly in the Torah, that you see by giving money, a Machsas HaShekel, a person can get kapar. V'oymer, there's another pasuk, Melochim Beis, Ish Kesef Nafshois Erkoi. That the Kesef that a person's going to give is going to be Nafshois. He's somehow going to redeem his Nefesh. V'oymer, Mishmei Perik Yogimel, Koifer Nefesh, Ish Ashroi. That a man can use his Ashiris for Koifer Nefesh. For Omer, Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar, who was very worried, he said, If you'd listen to me and what I have to say, let me tell you what you should do. All your sins, you should go ahead and you should be Pyrrhic, you should redeem yourself. For Omer, that is an Indian of Pidoeu Mered Shachas, how so? Through Koifer. The Mtsenu Lemeidim, Sir Machilta goes right and says that you see from here this Mordeg Indian of Pidya Nafshoi, Boyu Re'e Racham of Shalmisha Amavahoyo Oilom Abbasavadam, Sha'adam Koines Atzmoy Bimamoy, Midei Shamayim. And really, the Machilta quotes all these Maramakoimis, but the most posh in Marumokim is the parish of Kaifer. It says in the Furishim, Kaifer Yushas, all of the Nosnam Pidya Nafshe. And we mentioned already yesterday that in the Indian, the Indian, you find that by the Ritzach B'Mezid, the Torah says, Loisik Kaifer and Nafesh Ritzach. And even by the Ritzach B'Shoigig, it says in the Torah, You shall not take any Kaifer from this Nafesh Ritzach. There would have been a Havamina you could. What would have been the Havamina? The parsha of Ashar, that's. Mamis, we're gambol of you must, and over there you see Kaifer does work. And really, this Mechilta brings it out even more. There's an Indian of a person can be Koines Atzmai, and that is definitely a very, very stark takeaway from the sugyas that we're learning right now. So, just to talk a little bit about this Indian of being Poide Nafshoi, Ayyadei Kaifer, from the base Medrash of the Helig Chsam Seifer. Now, the Chsam Seifer talks about Pidyan Nefesh many, many times. And it's always me'inyan le'inyan ba'isa'inyan. Around the same general theme. And again, that dom is that this is way above my pay grade. But at the same time, Pashat, the words of the Chsam Soifer are hilgeverte, and I think it's kedai, on hilgeterek, to hear azal chereit. So just to get a little bit of a toya mer of a tutzach 
in Teirasa Shalak Samsoifa. So just to begin, and really you can attack this from many different angles, but the beginning of Parashas Vayechi. So it says in the Torah, Vayechi Yaakov Eretz Mitzrayim Shva Esrei Shon. So everyone knows Rashi. That Rashi says, Loma Parashas Ustumo, Lefish Kivon, Shenifta Yaakov Avinu. Because when Yaakov Avinu passed away, Nistemu Eneem Veliban Shal Yisrael Mitzaras Hashivod. Because when Yaakov Avinu passed away, so at that point it was because of the Tzoros HaShibud, because that's when the Shibud of Golis Mitzrayim began, and that's why Parshas Ustuma, it's Lurames, this Indian of So the Chsam Sofer asks a whole bunch of kashas on this Rashi. One of the kashas that he asks is that, is that true? That the Shibut started when Yaakov Avinu passed away. We know Chazal say that the Shibut didn't start until Achroin Shebeshvatim passed away. It didn't start for many years later. So Poshib Shad and Rashi, that at that point it was Nistamu Einei Veliban Shal Yisrael Mitzoras Hashibut. That wasn't when the Tzoras Hashibut happened. Luchur, the Tzoras Hashibut was something that was going to take place in the future, but at that point it had not happened yet. So the Chsam Soifer says as follows. He says that the Pasuk says in Mishlei, Perik Yud Ches, Pasuk Yud, Migdal Oiz Sheim Hashem, Boy Yorutz Tzadik Veniskov. So the Sheim Hashem is a Migdal Oiz. It's like a strong fortified tower. Boy Yorutz Tzadik, that's where the Tzadik knows to run. Veniskov. Rashi says, Vahum is Tzadik. And when he goes there, he not only finds refuge, but to the contrary, he actually walks away being much stronger. So it says the Chsam Soifer that this Pasik is really being Megala, one of the Soydays of Pnimiya Satayra. And that is that the number 160 is a very, very important number in the Inyanim of Shemus HaKadosh Baruch And he says that it's true for two reasons. He says, number one, the number 160, Kuf Samach, is the gematria of the Shem, Aleph, He, Vav, He, Eke, Havaya, Adnus, and Ke. If you add them all together, what you're going to get is Kuf Samach. The Chsam Soifer says another way to understand and appreciate the Chshivas of this Shem Kuf Samach is the Shem Avaya is Yud Ke Vav Ke. So the Chsam Soifer says that if you go Yud Ke Vav Ke, you do 10 times 5, Yud times Ke, and then 5 times 10, Ke times Yud. And then you do Vav Ke, Vav times Ke, and then you do He times Vav, so it's going to be 10 times 5 plus 5 times 10, Plus 6 times 5 plus 5 times 6. It's easy math. 10 times 5 is 50. Plus 5 times 10, which is 50, that's 100. 6 times 5 is 30. Plus 5 times 6, which is 30. You can end up with 160. And that's this Indian of the Shem Kuf Samach, which is Yudua, he says, to the Yoyde Chain. They know that the Shem Kuf Samach has a chashivas and has a chashivas for these two reasons. Number one, it's a tziruf of the Shem, Aleph, Hey, Vav, Hey, Eke, Havaya, Adlus, and Kel. And plus, if you do the math of 10 times 5, 5 times 10, 6 times 5, 5 times 6, you're going to end up with the Shem Kuf Samach. So the Chsam Soifer says, that's the Oymik of this Pasik. Migdal Oiz. Migdal Oiz says the Chsam Soifer is Gematria 160. Migdal Oiz, Shem Hashem. The Shem Hashem is a Migdal Oiz. It's 
something that is a, a mocking for refuge. There's murdered schoolers that are wrapped up in this Migdalois in the Shem Kuf Samach, by Yorut Sadik. And the Sadik who knows how to be Isaac and these and Yonim, he knows to run there. And when he runs there, not only will he have a Yeshua, but the of He's going to end up with a tremendous, tremendous chizik. The word Nefesh is the Gematria of 430. 430 is made up of Reish Ayin, which is Ra, and Kuf Samach, which is 160. And he says, the Oymik is, is that when a person has Ra in his Nefesh, then what he has to do is he has to tap into the Kuf Samach, and by tapping into the Kuf Samach, it's going to be Poydei Oysay Mikol Ra. That's the Lashon of the Chsam Soifer. The Kuf Samach lives together with the Reish Ayin inside the Nefesh, which is 430, and the Kuf Samech, that's what goes ahead, and that's what's Misayeya, that's Poida the person, Mikora. So he says, Moshe B'nei Yisrael, Ashi Yashvu Be'eretz Mitzrayim, was Shloishim Shana, V'arbe Me'eshana. On some level, Shiba Mitzrayim was 430 years. Was it 400 years, 210 years, 430 years? Dvarim Atik and Ve'inkam Bekoymil Harch. But the Pasuk says, "When Moshe ben Yisrael Ashi Yosher Beretz Mitzrayim Shloishim Shana Ve'arbe Me'ashan." He brings from the Megala Mukah. He said the Megala Mukah said that the reason that Shiba Mitzrayim was supposed to be 430 years is based on what the Mekubalim said, and that is that Shiba Mitzrayim had a shaykes to the Nitzoytzes that we say from other Marishin to Yedua during the 130 years, and it was coming to be. Misakin the nefesh of other Marishan. And being that it was coming to Misakin the nefesh of other Marishan, the nefesh, the first nefesh that was ever created, Yitzir Kapav Shalakadosh Baruchu. So therefore, Shiva Mitzrayim was 430 years, which is the gematria of nefesh. Now, says the Chsam Soifer, we know that Chazal say in Shabbos Tapei Tesamabes, Roi Hoya Yaakov, Leirid Bishal Shaloy Shal Barzo. Yaakov Avinu already was supposed to, when he went to Mitzrayim, redu, he was supposed to go, he should have gone like an effort. That the emiss is, is that really the Sheba Mitzrayim was supposed to have been a lot longer than what it really was. Yaakov Avinu, when he went to Mitzrayim, was supposed to go, why didn't he? Because Tzchusa was Garmaloi. The Tzchus of Yaakov Avinu was Garim. And he says, that's why, even though we chesh ben Shiba Mitzrayim from Leidas Yitzchak, let's say, but at the end of the day, it was never a Shibut. And the reason it was never a Shibut is because you had the Tzchus of Avram, and you had the Tzchus of Yitzchak, and he said you had the Tzchus of Yaakov. And being that you had the Tzchus of the Ovis Akhtoshim, this Gemara in Shabbos Peites, Roy Hoy Yaakov Lebishal Shoshal Basel Tzchus Garmaloi, so therefore the Shibut never really started with a Ganskai. And that's why he kept on getting delayed. So the Chassam Soifer says that there was an opportunity at some point in history where the Shibud would have never even really happened. Meaning, but it would have never gone to the point where you would have had the Koshia Shibud. How would that have been possible? It would have been possible had the Ovis HaKtoshim lived 270 years of the 430 years had it gotten to the point where the amount of years that were remaining after the tear of Yaakov Avinu, listen to this goyness, would have been Kuf Samach Shonim. At that point, the Kuf Samach would have been Mantik, the Ra of the Tof Lamed, of the Nefesh of Adam Arishan, of the Moshe Ben and at that point there would have been no real Koshi Yashibu. And it almost happened, says the Chassam Soifer. Now he doesn't say this, but it's posh, this is what he means. You know how close it was? Let's do the math. Yaakov Avinu came when there were how many years remaining in Mitzrayim? 
Redu, right? 210 years. That's easy math. How many years would Yaakov Avinu had to have lived in Mitzrayim in order to have gotten to the point where there's going to be 160 years left and now you're going to be good? Because the Kuf Samech is going to be the Migdal Ois. That's going to be Matzah. He would have had to have lived 50 years. How many years did he live? Vayichi Yaakov Eretz Mitzrayim He lived 17 years. How many years were missing? 33 years. Again, the Chassam Soifer doesn't say, but it's Pasha, this is what he means. Everyone knows the Daskein and Bali Toysfis. Where the Daskein and Bali Toysfis says, and when Paro meets Yaakov Avinu for the first time, he tells him, He says, How old are you? So Yaakov tells Paro, I'm not as old as I look. I just had a very, very hard life. And because I had a very hard life, I look older than I really am. That because Yaakov Avinu Ki'ilu had tainas on the fact that the Ebishter gave him all these nesiyonis, so he was punished. And what was the punishment? He lost years of his life. How many years did he lose? Says the Daskenim. I'm reading. From when Yaakov Avinu asks the question, until, from when Pari asks the question, until Yaakov Avinu gives his answer, that's the amount of... Years that, to count those words, and that's how many years he lost. See, do Rabbi Shmulevitz asked that why are you counting from Pari's question? You should count from Yaakov's answer. So he said, because what caused Pari to ask the question? It was the way Yaakov Avinu looked. So that's why that's included in the Yonish. But says the Daskenim, if you count it, you know how many words there are? It's 33 Tevos. That's how many years he lost out. Shari Yitzchak Chai Meo Shmoinim Shano. Yitzchak lived 180 years. Yaakov only lived 147. Really, the way it was supposed to play itself out was Yaakov was going to live 180 years. And had he lived 180 years from the 430 years from the Nefesh, you know what would have been remaining? Kuf Samach. And Kuf Samach is the Migdal Ois, Boy Yorutz, Tzadik Veniskov. And that would have been Shoimer on the Ra of the Nefesh that was Shibu Mitzrayim. And there would have been a Yeshua. And there would have been never a Koshia Shibu. Like the Gemara says, as long as the other Saktoshim were there, it would have been fine. You just had to get to a point where now you have Shmira. And that Shmira would have been. But you know what happened? And what does the Pasuk say afterwards? And now the Elam realized Yaakov Avinu was about to die. When they thought Yaakov Avinu was about to be when they realized that Yaakov Avinu was not going to live another 33 years and he was going to leave this world. So at that point it was Nistamu Eineyem Velibayim Shal Yisrael. The Sheba didn't start then, says the Chassam Soifer, but that's when it was etched in stone that there was going to be a Sheba. Because otherwise they could have fadined the whole Sheba. And because of what happened, that's why inevitably at that point they had to be a Sheba. This is in the middle of a drasha that the Heilig Chassam Soifer gave on Ches Teves, which is Kimat Dover Be'itay Matoy. But the bottom line is, it's in a Ches Teves drasha. So there'd be a lot of drashas Ches Teves. So this is in a Ches Teves drasha, and this is like an excerpt of what's going on over here. This is mamish, the shortest version possible to say over. But the Emesis, Chassam Soifer talks about this in so many different places. I'm just going to mention one other, and that is in Chassam Soifer Al and this is in Parshas Boy. The Pasuk says, Laman Shisi Oisoisai Eile Bikirboi. Zoktach Sam Soifer. The Charboi Shal HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Yud Vav. The Cherev, the sword of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is 16. You know how I know that says the Chassam Soifer? It's a Mogan Avram. It's a Mogan Avram. 
Where could this Mogan Avram possibly be? It's in Hilchas Pesach. In Hilchas Pesach, the Ramah says, the Noyagin Lizrek Ma'atmen Hakois Be'etzboy. The meaning is that during the Seder, we take a little bit of wine out with your finger. Kshemagia, we're, Ledam Ve'esh Ve'simrois Oshon. Ve'chein, Kshemasker Ha'makois Detzach Adash Ba'chav Be'chlau U'befrat. So, Dam Ve'esh Ve'simrois Oshon, we take out three drops of wine. Each word, it's another three. That's six. And then Befrat, Dam Tzvardeya Kinem, it's Nimtza Hakoil Yud Vav Pam. So says the Ramah. So what do you have in total? You have 16 times. Says the Mogan Avram, Keneged Charbon Shal HaKadosh Baruch. Like the Cherub, like the sword of HaKadosh Baruch. So Chassam Soifer says, it's a Mephurish of Mogan Avram, right? We always say this. Chassam Soifer wrote his Pirish Alatayra. He said, when he's being Mavis Sejo, Bishas Kriya Satayra. So, right? Try to follow this thought process. So Charbon Shal HaKadosh Baruch, right? Naman Shisi Oisaisai, so Meridik. What's going on over here? Charbon Shal HaKadosh Baruch is 16. Cherev Pipiois, right? So we know a sword has two edges. Which means that it's really 16 times 2, which means it's 32. So the Chsam Soifer says if you count the oisius of Dam Tzvadeh, Akinim, Arab, Devish, Chim, Barad, Arba, Choshech, Bechar, take out all the vowels. So Dalit, Mem, right? Tzvadeh, Akinim, no Yuds, right? Just count the oisius. What you're going to have is you're going to count 32. That's the word. The Hainu, and this is the oimik in what. Hashem says that He tells Paroi, I'm going to send it to Lipcha while you're lave. It's connected to 32. Lamid Beis Daika. Vahainu, says the Chassam Soifer, the man Shisi Oisoisai Eila Begirba. What's Oisoisai? Hainu Ho Oisius. That in the Oisius of the 10 Makis, which are 32, is Merum, is this Indian of the Cherev Pipiyos, which is Cherev Shalakadosh Baruch, which when the Ram is by the Seder, when we say the Makis, that's the Oymek of what's happening over here. Right? He's learning up from Magan Avram and the Ramah. So it's from Anshis Yosoisai, it's the Oisius, Lamid Beis Oisius Anah. So, Tchasam we know we say in the Kaddish Pesach that every single Makis that Kaddish Baruch brought was really made up of how many Makis? It was made up of five. If that's the case, the Oisoisai of the Makis is 32, and each one is really 5, so 32 times 5 is Kuf Samach. And he says, Kiyodua, that's the gematria of Migdal Ois. Valzen Nemar Migdal Ois, Shem Hashem, Boy Yorut, Sadik Venizgov. He says, that's what the Tzadik runs. He runs to the Migdal Ois, Shem Hashem. Uboy Poli Yisrael. And that's where the Yeshua came from. So he says, that's the Oymik, Yemin Chashem, Nedori Bakoyach, Yemin Chashem, Tirat Oyev. And Rashi brings Chazal, Oisi Yemin Atzma, the same Yemin that was Nadori Bakoyach, that brought such Yeshuas, the same Yemin was Tirat Oyev. What's the Oymik? The Oymek is because the Yemin Hashem that was Tiritz Oyev with the Makis. And the Makis was Charbet Shalakadosh Baruch Hu, which is what? Which is 32. But it's 32 times 5, because for every Makis it was really 5. So how much do you really have? You have 160. And that was the Migdal Oyes. That's when Klai Yisrael had the Yeshua. They had the Yeshua from 160 as well. So this whole Indian came about from 160, and that's Yemin Hashem, the Dori Bakoyach, the Kuf Samech, that's the Migdal Oyes, and Yemin Hashem, Tiritz Oyev. Of the Lamid Beis, the Manchisi, Oisoisai, Eila Bekirba. But the bottom line is, this is just a glimpse, Mamish, a, a little window into some of the Teres Chsam Soifer as it relates to this Indian of Kuf Samach. But we're talking about Pinyin Nefesh. And the Chsam Soifer, when he said Kuf Samach in the beginning, he was talking about Pinyin Nefesh. He says, Nefesh is Begimatri of 430, and it's made up of Ra Kuf Samach. 
Because when a person taps into the Kuf Samach, that's the Migdalois, so then he's able to be Mamtik Dera, and by being Mamtik Dera, like this, it's going to bring Pidyoin, he's going to have Mayurdagi Yeshuas. And over the years, we've talked a lot about the Sefer Hazikarim that was written. The context is, it was written in the year Tov Kuf Ayin, 1809, when Preshmerg was under siege during the French Revolution and the Napoleon army. And Preshmerg was in a terrible, terrible matzav of Sakono. And the Sakono was, was so bad that it wasn't even clear if the Yiddish Kreisen were going to make it. And the Chassam Soifu was on the run and... He wrote an autobiography, literally, it's not much what it is, and it, about the events and everything that took place. In the Hakdama to the Sefer Hazikarin, so the Chsam Sefer writes, Sefer Zikarin, Liyiri Hashem, Vechoshvei Shemoy, Kigodol Hashem, Muhulam, Oiv, Lugdulasi, and Cheker. And he says, I'm writing here as the current of all the chesed and all the emes that took place. And he said, if I had a right to tell you that all the things that I knew were going to happen before they actually happened, Okay. But some sofer says that if I can reveal to you what really went on over there, he says you wouldn't even believe it. Things that I knew were going to happen before they actually happened. Farm the farm. But the bottom line is, Penya Chazdeini says this is not something that I'm comfortable doing. If you look at the last paragraph of the Sefazi Karn, this is in the very, very last paragraph. So he writes that it was Parshish Mois and it was during Shoivavim. And they fasted, keminig, that they fast, yoim heishel shoivavim. And he says they decided that they're going to do a pidyon. So he writes that he called in, v'yoim hei parshish shmois, shahoyah tayin shoivavim, hisanu anoshim roiva keilois. Ubeshachos achrat filo, nemru oisen hamizmoir, masha omarnu bimei onyeinu velachatseinu v'yirotzen achatilm. Vachaz ahevi kolechen nidvasoi, we asked everybody to bring tztoka. Ayyidei shnei katsinam alufin, ashen esmanu alzeh. They were gabay tztoka, they had to collect the money. V'amamit loi hichsem misach chaypnim. Everybody gave, that was the currency, but at least 18. V'achrei he kofsom, nidvasoam, he viewed the Yodi, who with Sirif Abesdin Sedek, with Sirif Minyan Asaro, Asinu Pidyan Nefesh, Albezoifanim. We did a Pidyan Nefesh. We appointed the souls of the Anche Preshberg. So, what did we do? The first one was we took 160 Matbeos. Mikuf Samach Matbeos. Kenog Bemisper, Alefe Vavhe, Havaya Admos. Vachakach Sofarnu Hamatbeos, Alderachach. We counted. We counted the 160 on that cheshben. First the ayin hei vav hei, and then the havayin, then the adnos. Then we counted it again, and this time we counted it differently. So we started counting. We started counting all the money. Counting, we had five bundles of ten and ten bundles of five. And we did the minion. And then we said capital Kufiotes and we spelled out in capital Kufiotes Prezberg. That's what they spelled out. Prezberg, Pei Reish Ayin Shin, Beis Vav Reish Gimel, Shira Malis Ashri Kol Yurei Hashem, Ve'achakacholaknu Hamois Lani Yoyeh. 
And we gave the money to Nanim because that's the point. The point is you give it to Tzaka at the end. You give it to Tzaka as I was in the Mechilta, and that was the Pinyan Nefesh. But Al Kalpanim, just a little bit of a glimpse into Teres Chasam Soif. And that's one thing that was very interesting. And that is we counted the money. And we counted it in two different ways. First, we counted it based on the tziruf of the Shemus. And then we counted it based on 10 times 5, 5 times 10, 6 times 5, 5 times 6. What's the counting all about? It sounds like there was a chashivas to the counting. It's not to count it, like to bring out the point that it's 160 and this is where the 160 comes from. It sounds a little bit like there might have been more to the story. There was. And Be'ez HaShem, we're going to talk about that tomorrow.